The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. Strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are in the money. The skies are sunny. And old man recession, you are through. You have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, the Federal Federal Reserve, interest rates, inflation, social security, you name it, we talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have an extremely boring show lined up for you. But before we get into it, let me uh, go over with you what we're going to talk about on this. Oh, no. Let me stop right there. Let me introduce myself before we go a step further. I am Ken Moray, the host of Money Matters with Ken Moray. Thank you, Jack. And I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. I love it. And I do love it. We are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work with people who are within five years of retirement or those who are already retired. So if that's you, this show is designed for you. And uh, our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can uh, podcast the show. And in fact, we have a goal of 100,000 subscribers and uh, we're growing by about a thousand a week um, and so we need to accelerate that I want to get it to 2,000 a week so if you're not subscribing to the show uh, go to uh, your streaming service or our website and subscribe get the podcast delivered to you on your schedule now in case you didn't know Barron's recently uh, uh, named moi your faithful host one of the top 100 financial advisors actually they they did that eight years in a row which is mind-blowing but I know that without our beloved and most valued clients we'd be nowhere so all you clients we love you. We thank you. We are so appreciative. We're, gra- we're grateful. And all of the ideas we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we do talk about with our clients. So you're kind of getting a little bit of the experience, if you will. So let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, you may have heard that the Fed has, has uh, announced that they're going to start tapering. And you may be wondering, <laughs> you may be wondering, what does that mean? 
tapering? Are they going to like uh, uh, get a bunch of tape and start taping? Is, is it kind of like when kids throw toilet paper all over the, your, your, uh, the, the, the trees in your front yard? Or what is that tapering? What are they going to do? Why, why is it such a big deal? So I thought I'd go over with you. What does tapering mean and why did the stock market go up so much after they announced they were going to taper? Okay, so we'll talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about when it comes to money, how do you find happiness? Because you know what people always say is, hey, money doesn't buy happiness, right? Well, guess what? <laughs> I beg to differ. I don't know that it buys happiness, but lack of money certainly does not create happiness either. So we're going to talk about uh, how do you find happiness with money, all right? So we'll talk about that. Also, as we do every week, we're going to talk about Social Security, and you guys can help me out. Send me your questions, and I will endeavor to answer them. Uh, my email address is ken at rpoa.com. RetirementPlannersOfAmerica.com, and if you send me your ideas, I will uh, your questions rather. I will endeavor to answer those for you. <clears throat> and so we have some questions later on in the show that we will answer and hopefully educate everyone in the process. Now, also as you guys know, because we work with people who are over fifty, who are retired or retiring soon, um, our view of the world is that yes, growth is important. We want to grow your money. But we believe that protecting your money is even more important, okay? And so, therefore, our philosophy is that we want to protect first. That is the most important thing, even though, yes, we do want to grow. So <clears throat> one of the things that you may have heard, which we call uh, the buy-hold myth, is, hey, if you diversify your portfolio, you buy a bunch of good quality investments, and you diversify properly, your job is all done. You are now done. You can go and relax. You can lay in a hammock in the Bahamas and sip mint juleps. Do they have mint juleps in the Bahamas? Anyway, you can sip whatever they have in the Bahamas, and you can enjoy life and nothing to worry about ever again. Balderdash. I'm going to tell you why that is a terrible idea in our view. So we'll have that for you later on in the show. So most shows, Jack, would, would stop there. I mean, I'm looking at that list of things, and I'm thinking... If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. Don't you dare stop me because on this show, do we only go where people expect us to? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about... Okay, so you just came into a lot of money. What do you do now? And this actually is because uh, I, I was visiting with a client, and uh, they were fortunate. They've, uh, they actually bought a piece of property, a piece of raw land. They've sat on it for 35 years, <laughs> and they were just offered a mind-blowing amount of money for it. And they were like, what do we do now? You know, we don't need this money. They've been fortunate. They've done well without it. And we want to get it to our greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. And we want to do it in the least taxed way. And I thought, you know what? That's a great question to answer on the show. So if you come into some money and you want to leave it to those uh, aforementioned greedy, unwashed, we'll tell you how, uh, what we think you should do. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. Yeah, those squirts are going to be really happy, let me tell you. So we'll do that at about 10 till. So we have a great show. I want to, you know, before we dive into all of this, I want to share something with you. You know, because my clients are, you know, average age, you know, over 50 and, you know, all of that, uh, a good percentage of our clients are, are grandparents. And uh, they've all told me, Ken, when you have a grandchild, it's going to be the best thing ever. You are going to love being a grandfather. Well, I'm here to tell you that being a grandfather stinks. It stinks. 
So I'll tell you why it stinks. You may have heard the expression that when you when your son gets married, you've lost your son, but when your daughter gets married, you've gained a son-in-law. Okay, you've probably heard that. Well, I'm here to tell you that when you have a grandchild, you just lost your wife. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've seen my wife since that baby's been born. I think she spent more time. It's like the other morning. She um, she wakes up at 4:30 in the morning, wakes me up, and says. Uh, you know, our grandchild lives two hours away from us. She goes, I'm, I'm headed off to be with Nathaniel. I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, this was Wednesday. And she goes, I'll be back Sunday. She's gone for four days. That little grandchild thinks he's going to take my wife from me. This is, th- he's not. Uh, he's got cute on his side. I've got 37 years of marriage on my side. I will win this, okay? I'm taking that little baby down. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the Fed is going to taper. And what does taper mean? Well, as you guys probably know, there is uh, an economics 101 um, idea that there's a, there's a relationship between supply and demand. And so if you, short, if you make the supply smaller, then uh, the, the uh, price goes up. And if you make the supply larger and the demand lower, then the price goes down. And so the Federal Reserve wants to keep interest rates low. So they've got two, let's say, levers or or dials that they can turn. One is what's called the nominal interest rate, and that's the one where they say they're going to raise interest rates or they're going to lower interest rates. So that one's pretty pretty easy to understand because they just announced, you know, we're going to raise interest rates by a quarter of a percent. So that's one of the dials that they can dial up or dial down. There's another one that is a little more subtle, and that is they have been doing for the last several years now, they've been buying – government bonds. So essentially what they're doing is they're creating a massive demand for bonds. Okay? They're they're buying billions and billions of dollars every month. So when you have a big gorilla like the Federal Reserve that is buying bonds, buy by you have this massive buy side. What that does is it drives the price up, right? And if the price of bonds goes up, you guys have been listening to my show for all these years. If you have a big demand, you've got a big buyer who's buying and, and you've got this big demand, what happens to interest rates when the price of bonds go up? Interest rates are going down and vice versa. When interest rates go up, bond prices tend to go down. So they have an inverse relationship. So if the Federal Reserve is buying lots of bonds, they're, they're forcing the price up, which indirectly tends to force the interest rates down. So the two levers that they use are they buy bonds, and the other is they have the nominal interest rate, which they, which they can raise or, or lower. What they've announced is they're going to taper. They're going to taper their bond buying meaning we're going to reduce the amount of bonds that we're going to buy. We're going to taper that. And as they taper that, what that does is it allows interest rates to rise gradually. They can, they can manage that without actually announcing to the world we're raising interest rates, which tends to freak everybody out. So that's what they announced. So the stock market, as you may have noticed in the last week or so, has gone through the roof. We've had all kinds of new all-time highs. Why is that? The reason is because if the Fed is doing that, why are they doing it? They're doing it because they see the economy getting better. And if they see the economy getting better, then profits for companies should go up. If profits for companies go up, then their stock prices should rise. And investors are saying, I want in now before that happens so I can get my return on investment. So it's like a domino effect. One thing leads to the next. The uh, What did they say? The ankle bones connected to the 
thigh bone or whatever. Anyway, so that's what it's all about. So <clears throat> what do you do about it? Well, one of the things that may be concerning you right now is that the, the stock market is, uh, you know, the Dow, the S&P setting new all-time highs with all the inflation, with all the stuff that's going on and the unemployment. And it's like, wow, are we headed for a brick wall? Are we driving at 90 miles an hour? We're going to crash into a brick wall? Well, possibly. Oh, so, I'm so scared. Well, maybe you should be. I think, actually, I think as an investor, you should always run a little bit scared. Now, let me tell you. We have a strategy we call invest and protect, and it's the one that told us to sell just before the pandemic was announced. It was the one that told us to sell in November of 2007. It's the one that told us to sell in October of 2000. So it's, it, this strategy is designed to help us to mitigate the downside of a bear market of the markets affecting our investments. We have that. So I don't know when the next bear market's coming, but if you're worried that there's one coming, and there probably is at some point, then go to our website and sign up for our seminars. We have uh, multiple seminars for people who are retired or retiring soon, and you can learn all kinds of great stuff. So go there. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right, we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how do you find money, uh, how do you find happiness with money. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we're actually a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon, and I believe that those people are the most wonderful people in the entire world. Yeah, I do. Ooh la la. And you know, you guys uh, that fit in that uh, demographic, you know, you've worked all these years and you've built up what you have and now you want to retire or you're going, you're planning on it. You can see the finish line and you know, you're looking forward to uh, what I call your second childhood without parental supervision. You want to go play and enjoy and relax. And uh, you know, our firm, that's what we want to facilitate. And, uh, you know, our goal is that your money lasts as long as you do and that you have financial peace of mind. And if we can do that, then we feel like we've done something noble. So I put what we do not at the top. I don't even think second, but I would say that probably the third or fourth most important thing in life. I think financial security and the peace of mind over that that it brings, I think that's up there with uh, a happy family and, you know, other things that you might be uh, that are important in life. So happiness is a, is a really important part, I think, of uh, living a long life and, and uh, also uh, being healthy and all that kind of stuff. Um, now, you know, uh, Forbes named our financial advisory firm one of the top 100 wealth advisors, and uh, we're very flattered by that, of course. But you know, without our clients, we'd be nowhere. We know that. And so all you clients, we love you. We thank you. You are beloved. You are uh, appreciated. And we're grateful that you've chosen us. And uh, if you're not a client, I encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, when you're there, uh, I, I ask you, if you would, to subscribe to this, this show. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can have it delivered to your device. You can go on your device to any of the major streaming services and find Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and you can subscribe there. We're growing by, I think, about 1,000 a week, and our goal is to get to 100,000 uh, by next October. So we've got a year's goal uh, to spread the word and share. And so if you're already subscribed, get your friends to do it, and I think they'll benefit from listening to this as well right along with you. Um, so let's talk about one of the things I found fascinating uh, with regard to money. And does, does money buy happiness? Uh, money's not important when you're having a good time. <laughs> you know, I actually think that's incorrect. 
all right? And I'll, and I'll just say it this way. So there, there's, there's, and this, is, this comes from a, a, a study that Money Magazine did. And basically, there, there's several things that go into whether money buys happiness or not. So first of all, if you don't have enough money, then it can buy you unhappiness, I guess you could say that. So having enough to cover your, your, your cost of living without going into debt and without having all that stuff, uh, money is important for that because that's, I'd call that the, the, uh, the table stakes for happiness, right? Um, now, the, the second thing then is that that's really interesting from this uh, study is that it's not how much money you have but it is how much you have relative to your friends. <laughs> Think about that one. It's not how much money you have, it's how much money you have relative to your friends. So what they found was that if all your friends um, you know, have a retirement income or a, or a paycheck of about 100,000 and you're making 50, uh, then you're unhappy. But if everybody else is making 100,000 and you're making 150, then you're happy. How very interesting. <laughs> so, so it's not how much money you have; it's how much your how much money your your friends and your 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 uh, uh, you know the, your acquaintances and your friend circle has that makes you happy or not. Which is kind of a I don't know. It seems kind of negative to me. You know that that you're you're gauging your happiness on whether you are better off than others. But be that as it may, maybe that's that's the human condition. So. When I read that article, I was thinking, okay, well, how can I turn that into advice for my clients? And so, you know, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, okay, well, what you want to do is you want to make sure that your friends are people that have less money than you do. And if you do that, then you'll be happy. <laughs> so you stalk them on Facebook or whatever it is and just see if they have more or less money than you do, and then you're going to be happy. Actually, to be honest with you, philosophically, I disagree with that. I think that happiness is what I call positive cash flow. And for me, and, and what, I try to, what we try to do with our clients is we try to design their retirement plan so that they have a positive cash flow. And we have a process we go through, which is called the Retirement Cash Flow Plan, RCFP. And the RCFP is designed to look at where are your sources of income, where are your, what are your expenses, and what's the net of that. And if you have a positive cash flow, we believe that's how you can find happiness. Now, if you have a negative cash flow, then we need to fix that because a negative cash flow, if it goes on too long, could create a situation where you run out of money. And I would say that running out of money when you're 78 or 90 or whatever, or, or even 65 actually, uh, is a recipe for unhappiness. So our view, despite what that Money Magazine article said, is it's not how much you have relative to your friends. It is whether you have positive cash flow. There's now, no doubt about it. I believe there is no doubt. And so everything that we do is geared around uh, making sure that your income is more than your expenses to cover your cost of living. And if you think about it, our goal is for your money to last as long as you do. And if your income is more than your expenses, then guess what? It's almost impossible for you to run out of money in that picture. So that's our goal. Now, if you'd like to visit with one of our retirement planners and go through the retirement cash flow plan process, okay, and it's uh, RCFP. Uh, so if you want to do that, then go to our website. It is rpoa.com. 
And if you click on meet with an advisor, what we'll do is we'll schedule a time to visit with you and we can do it virtually or we can do it in person, okay, whatever your preference is. And uh, what we'll do is we'll sit down with you and we'll go through the exercise. And I've met many people who have told me that just the exercise of putting together all their expenses and all of their sources of income and all of that is something that they haven't done before. I mean, I, I've had people walk in with like a, a shoebox <laughs> full of, of their receipts and their credit cards and their statements and all this stuff. And, the, and we kind of walked through it together. We did it together to build out, okay, what are your expenses? And then what will your expenses be when you retire? Because a lot of times your expenses will be different when you're retired than before you retire. Okay, you, you're, you're, doing, you're doing different things. And so we want to get a handle on what your expenses are going to be. And then we want to build a retirement plan around that to support the lifestyle that you want. Okay, so we want to do that all at no charge or obligation. Okay, so we want to help you. If we can help you, that's fantastic. We love it. It's great. But if we can't, we're going to tell you that too. Okay, so if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. Click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, we'll sit down with you and hopefully we can help you with all of that. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. I believe it is. So rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about social security strategies to maximize your retirement. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. And we have two goals for you. We want your money to last as long as you do. And we want you to have financial peace of mind. Wow! Yes, what a novel concept. And uh, we wrap all that up in, we want to facilitate your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play, have fun, enjoy. Wow. Makes me want to retire myself. But no, I'm not going to. I, I actually love what I do so much. You know, in Texas, they have an expression, dying with your boots on. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to die with my boots on. I, it's like Warren Buffett. How old is that guy? And he's still doing it. He loves it. And I'm the same way. I love it. Anytime I talk to a client and we achieve something together, it's just marvelous. So one of the things that is extremely uh, important in your decision making when it comes to your retirement is Social Security. And it's probably, for most of you, going to be the single largest source of income that you have um, outside of your investments. And so how and when and who and all of those decisions that you make with regard to Social Security is extremely important. And uh, our people, our retirement planners, are all trained in Social Security. And uh, we have a process we go through where we help clients to understand you know, uh, the permutations of different ages, your health, your life expectancy, whether you're married or not, the difference in incomes that you have, all of those things impact when and how you should take your Social Security. And uh, I'll make you an offer if you go to our website, rpoa.com, and uh, you click on meet with an advisor. We'd be happy to sit down with you and uh, help you to make that decision along with all the other decisions that you need to make when it comes to uh, your retirement. But uh, on this segment, we always talk, uh, we always uh, 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 entertain your questions with regard to Social Security. So I have a question here. And by the way, if you want to send your question in, it's easy. My email is ken at rpoa.com, and I'll be uh, happy to answer those if I can. So let's start with this first one. I am at full retirement age 66. Um, I filed for benefits at age 64. I wasn't working, so I started receive, to receive benefits. Several months later, I decided to suspend my benefit. I did not repay what I received. I just suspended future payments. I hadn't received any benefits until about a month ago when I started drawing my own benefit at age 66. So question, 
Can I repay the benefits I received and file for my spousal benefit now? Is it too late? Can it be done? Well, I'm sorry to tell you, it's too late. Okay, so you opened your record. That's what Social Security calls it. When you open your record and start collecting, you opened your record two years ago. If you didn't pay, repay your benefits, it's still open. You cannot file for a spousal, getting half of your spouse when your record is open. You had one year to close it, and you didn't. Okay, so if you took your benefits because of the pandemic, I get it. <laughs> you know, the pandemic put hardship on a lot of people. So I get what you did. But you had one year to repay the benefits that you received and then start over. But since it's been two years, it's too late to do that now. So second question I've got here. Is there any advantage to taking a spousal benefit before the end of one year rather than waiting until the next year? Um, I turned 66 in July. So for those of you who don't understand uh, or, or the spousal benefit, what that means, spousal benefit means that you can get your Social Security or your spouse's, whichever, or half of your spouse's, whichever is the higher, okay? So if, if your Social Security benefit is less than half of your spouse's, then possibly you can get half of your spouse's instead, okay? So that's what he's asking here. Uh, is there any advantage to taking spousal benefit before the end of one year? We're coming to the end of the year right now. Uh, rather than waiting until next year, I turn 66 in July. Can I get payments retroactive back to the start of the year? A friend of mine is getting a lump sum payment of approximately 13000 for this reason. Is this really possible? Well, the answer is sometimes they do pay six months of retroactive benefits, but only if the person is eligible for benefits during that six-month period and never back to a period before you were 66. Okay, so if you just turn 66, you can't get retroactive benefits. So the advantage of taking your spousal benefit now rather than waiting is that you'll get more checks. Okay, so if that doesn't illustrate to you the complexity and why you need to do this properly, then I don't know what does. I'm so, glad we had this talk. Me too. So I'm going to offer you uh, an opportunity here. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, when you go there, click on Meet with an Advisor. And uh, what you'll do, what we'll do is we'll schedule a time with you virtually or in person. And uh, we'll, we'll review your entire situation and we'll help you to make decisions on when and how to take Social Security. But keep in mind, we want to build an entire retirement plan for you, not just Social Security. We want to look at your cash flow. We want to look at your income taxes, all that, and build a plan for you at no charge or obligation. So I take, don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are very welcome. So take advantage of the opportunity. Go to rpoa.com. And we'll look forward to meeting with you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about diversify and your job is done. Balderdash. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. And uh, so we, we, our goal is to help you to achieve uh, financial security during your retirement. We call it your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play and have fun and relax. And, you know, Inc. Magazine named our, our firm twice one of the top uh, five, the 5, 000, one of the 5,000 fastest growing companies in the United States. Yes, and uh, I believe it is because our philosophy of how we manage our clients' money resonates with the people that we want to work with. And we, we, we've got two investment principles that I think apply. One is we believe that growth is important. We want to grow money, absolutely no question, but protection of principle is even more important. And so you know, you've spent your life accumulating what you have and protecting what you've got is, is, we believe, very important. The second investment principle is take only as much risk 
as is necessary to, com to uh, achieve your financial goals. What we always do with our clients is we try to push them down to the least amount of risk that we can take and still accomplish your goals. And the reason why we do that is because the least risk we take, the more likely it is that your money will last as long as you do, which is what we want. It kind of all fits together somehow. It's weird. We, it's crazy. Now, our philosophy of protection and protecting what you've built is, uh, therefore, all the strategies that we use are around that, and therefore, we've developed a strategy we call invest and protect. Our invest and protect strategy is designed to mitigate, if not eliminate, the downside of a bear market, such as Y2K in 2008 and last year, the pandemic. And as you guys know, if you listen to this show, that our philosophy, our invest and protect strategy helped us to mitigate dramatically the, uh, the losses in 2008. In fact, we lost no money in equities in 2008. Why? Because we weren't even in them. We had gotten out already in 2007, in November. And then uh, last year in the pandemic, we got out before the pandemic was even announced. So we want to help you to mitigate, if not eliminate, the, co the, the downside risk. And that's part and parcel of our philosophy of managing money for people who are retired or retiring soon. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Well, I love you back. <laughs> now, that philosophy is contrary to the traditional, you know, the, the idea of buy and hold, where buy and hold says you get a, a basket of high quality investments, you diversify according to your risk profile, and then you rebalance periodically and your job is done. Okay, you can go off to Jamaica and you can have uh, mint juleps and you know sit in a hammock and enjoy the breeze. <clears throat> well, I'm here to tell you that I believe that that is balderdash. If you look at, for example, we'll go back to a Y2K. If you were diversified, let's say, in a 60-stock, 40-bond portfolio, that 60% that was in stocks, you know, depending on what you were invested in, went down, could have gone down like 90%. Technology stocks went down that much. If, if that was what you were invested in, then that 60%, if you lost 90% of it, you just lost 54% of your money in short order. So diversification in that scenario, the 40% the you were in bonds would not have helped you very much. In 2008, you know, there was a time when everything was going down, it seemed like. I mean, bonds were going down, stocks were going down. There was, you almost couldn't find any shelter except for in cash. So there are times when cash is king. And so we believe that diversification is something you should do. And that goes to take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your financial goals. You know, if we can accomplish you having financial security with a 4% return, then we want to design a portfolio for you that is designed to have a high probability of achieving that 4%. We don't want to shoot for 8 or 10%. So everybody is different. Everybody has a different risk profile. Now, that would be a different portfolio if you're at 4% is what you need versus 5 or 6. Now, we don't want to get higher than that, but let's say 7 or 8. Those would be different rates of return. Your time horizon is different as well. You know, if you're 30, you can take more risk in our view than if you're 50 or if you're 60 or if you're retired. So all of those things play into how much, what your diversification is, but that your job is not done just by doing that. There's also a time, as I said, when cash is king, when it's time to just take all your marbles and go home and not play anymore. And, you know, 2008 was an example of that. Last year when the market went down, you know, the S&P dropped, what, 45% or thereabouts? That's a big drop. 
Now, it came back quickly, but who knows? Who knew in advance that that could happen? What if it didn't? What if it kept on going down? Then what? What would you have done? Were you, were you in that? Did, did you experience that? I'm sure that gave you a few sleepless nights. Well, what if it did not come back? What if it was still down now and you're retired and you're living on that money? Then what? So we don't want you to have that kind of stress. We believe that you get out, you protect what you got, and wait for a better day. And that's our invest and protect strategy. So yes, yes, you should buy. Yes, you should diversify. Yes, you should rebalance. But then you should also have a strategy to get your money out of harm's way and protect it until better days come. Okay, now if you agree with that philosophy, then I encourage you to uh, go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We have several uh, seminars coming up that are designed for those of you who are over 50. Um, we have seminars on retirement planning, uh, just straight up. We go through a, a lot of our ideas on, on how you should build your plan for retirement and what you should do after you're retired. We have strategies on Social Security. We have some seminars on that. We have seminars, uh, we have all kinds of, uh, of information and content that I think you can binge watch. Uh, and I think it would be better than, for example, Tiger King. Okay, just just saying, I think binge watching our website and all the stuff we have on there might might be better for you than Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> although I'm guilty of having watched Tiger King myself, I have to say. But anyway, our website is rpoa.com. When you're there, if you want to bypass the whole process, what you could do is you could uh, also click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, then uh, we'll schedule a time to visit with you either virtually or in person. And uh, we'll build a retirement plan right along with you. You'll have pride of authorship. We will guide you through it, but you'll be the one that's going to be designing it. And when you're done, if you like what you see and you want to work with us, you know, that's fantastic. But if not, that's fine too. Either way, there's no charge. There's no obligation. And we will part friends. Best. Mr. Spock. <laughs> and very logical, actually. So take advantage of all the opportunities. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor, also known as estate planning. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morife. This is the part of the show we talk about how to pass it on to the aforementioned greedy unwashed. And, uh, you know, last week I talked with a client that uh, actually came into uh, – they didn't come into. It, it, it was – they did it, so it didn't come into it. But they bought a piece of property, a piece of land, uh, 35 years ago. And at the time it was a pasture, and uh, the entire city has been built around it. And uh, they were offered and signed, and uh, they are going to receive a significant amount of money for selling that piece of land. Now, they have done a pretty good job during their lifetime of accumulating and saving and doing all that. And so, believe it or not, they actually don't need all that money. And so, they want to know how, what can they do to pass it on to their, they have their, their kids and their grandchildren, and they want to do that in the least taxed, most cost-efficient way. So I thought, you know what, that is a great topic for the radio show. So we're going to call this one, You Just Came Into a Lot of Money, What Do You Do Now? But before we go there, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty And there are I'd be a millionaire. And 
And of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches. And of course, the estate taxes, probate, all that kind of stuff is actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags. We do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. Now, I want to preface this conversation by saying that I am not a lawyer. I do not practice law. And everything here is just my opinion, and make sure that you guys, before you do anything, you talk to an attorney who does this kind of stuff, okay, who is an estate planning attorney. But uh, this is just uh, my view of things with 30 years of experience, and uh, so let's talk about it. So let's say that you uh, do sell a property, uh, and real estate prices have been going through the roof right now, so you sell something and you come into some money, and you want to give it to your family, but you, don't, you want to do it in, in the right way. So... Several things to think about. One is that the estate taxes are likely to change under the Biden proposals. So this year, the amount that, and, and again, these numbers are big. So, so, you know, this doesn't apply to everybody, but still something to think about if you are in that category. So right now, this year, the amount of estate tax, well, you know what, in the interest of time, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to talk specifically about what you can do with your kids. So, what you can do is you can create a trust, which is called a dynasty trust or a generation skipping tax trust, and you can, you can gift the money into the trust. This year, you can gift, as a couple, up to $24 million into those trusts. Cool. So I don't know how much you came into recently, but if it's less than $24 million, you can gift it all tax-free. And next year, that number drops to $6 million, so it's going to be significantly less if Biden gets his way. Now, if it goes into these trusts, then what will happen is that upon the death of your child, which is not fun to think about, but they will uh, die, <laughs> uh, it'll pass on to your grandchildren tax-free if it's in that trust. Also, while it's in that trust, it is protected from lawsuits, it's protected from divorce, if your child gets divorced or whatever. It is also protected from bankruptcy if your child or whoever you you want to give this money to is now uh, you know in bankruptcy so a lot of protections there and down the road saving a lot of estate taxes potentially so one of the things you may want to consider is creating a trust for the benefit of your children it could be your grandchildren as well as you if you wish uh, you can do it that way too and then you can gift money into that and you have this year a large pot that you can give without any taxes. It's $24 million. So I believe that just about everybody listening to the show, uh, that's, you're not going to be giving anybody more than $24 million. So uh, you have the ability to do that. And, and uh, this year is uh, two months uh, left in it, approximately. And uh, next year, you'll be able to give less if you want to. So you might want to consider doing it this year and not waiting till next. But next year, you can do some as well. So that's what uh, we believe you should think about. And uh, of course, if you'd like to visit with us, uh, we can help you to think about stuff like Social Security, your income taxes, um, your retirement planning, your cash flow planning, your insurance planning. We want to help you with the whole gamut of stuff that you need to be thinking about in our view when it comes to planning for retirement or if you're already there. Oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. Yeah.
Yes, it is. And so if you go to our, no, actually it isn't because it is true. Gosh, I got caught up in that. Um, and if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can either attend a, a bunch of virtual seminars that we have there for you, or what you can do is sign up to visit with one of our retirement planners and we'll build a plan with you at no charge or obligation. We want to help you if we can, but if we can't, we'll tell you that too. Okay. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. So rpoa.com is the website. Well, you know what? This show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. Gee whiz. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morafe or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.